is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey, it's Jill with another solo episode. Thank you for joining me on BU. I hope you're having a wonderful day. If you're starting your day, I hope you do have a wonderful day after this. So I did a couple of cheeky Instagram posts over the last couple of weeks. I'm sure someone might look at them and think that I was, you know, being critical or poking fun of coaches. Not the case at all. Um, oh, I was, that's not true. I was poking fun. <laughs> at some coaches, uh, but not from like an arrogant place because I don't actually coach. And anyone who's willing to do that and put themselves out there, I think 99.9% of them come from a place of, you know, I really do want to make a difference and help people. I also know that a lot of coaches, just like any other profession, go into it because unknowingly, subconsciously, they are trying to save themselves. They're trying to fix themselves. Just like many registered dietitians are closet under or overeaters. You know, they've got some sort of disordered eating. So that's why they get into the field of being a nutritionist or a dietitian. Same with nurses. I was a nurse. Many of us are out there saving the world because either that's how we get our worth because as a child, we only felt worthy and loved if we were helpful and useful um, or perhaps we're trying to save, you know, the parent that we never were able to save as a child. It could, we could just go on and on and on and on. Well, in the world of coaching, and I did an episode about like how to discern or how to interview, how to find a good coach and a coach that is a fit for you. In the world of coaching, I have observed, and this is what I was posting about on Instagram, besides all the amazing coaches, and I'm not just saying that because I want to be nice, there are some unbelievable coaches. Check out BU Podcast. I mean, I interview primarily coaches. And I mean, they're fucking good. They're so good at what they do. They believe in what they do. They turn themselves inside out and work on themselves without feeling like a personal development project, which is not easy, by the way. They are looking at blind spots. They're looking at their internal dialogue. They're, you know, meeting their inner child and loving their inner child. And they're doing so much in and on and through themselves with their own mentors and coaches, the good coaches, by the way. I'm referencing the good coaches who do this. And they're out there helping people like you and me because they've done a lot more work than we have and they feel called to do it. They may only be like three or four or five or 10 steps ahead of us, but that's okay. Or they might be one step ahead of us, but they're willing to hold our hand and hold space. And just a reminder, the best coaches in the world aren't fixing anything. They are holding space 
right? I know that's a trendy term, but that's what they're doing. Holding your hand and holding space and helping you discover the answers, helping you find the real you, helping you tap into your own wisdom, helping you get the coaching that God, your creator, internal wisdom, divine love, and your highest self want you to get. Those are the best coaches. Not that they're trying to save anybody or fix anybody and they know they can't anyway. Back to my post, I did a couple of cheeky posts just because I thought they were funny. I can be a little sarcastic. And I I got a lot of really interesting feedback from those. I had one coach make me a nasty DM. (laughs) And I'm like, hey, look, if you think I'm picking on the coaching industry, you're picking on the wrong girl here. Listen to my podcast. And I have so much respect for most coaches. So as I said, lots of great coaches out there. Let's check out the past episodes. I've interviewed so many of them. I myself am trained as a trauma-informed coach or life coach. And I was in school with like 80 some other coaches who were already established coaches. And I wasn't a coach at the time. And I met some unbelievable people. And I watched them. They take their craft very seriously. They take their career very seriously. They're not just working on themselves and getting more certifications and more training, but they are like really dedicated to making a difference. Okay. Having said that, within the cheeky post, I said something along the lines of like, there is not any amount of breath work. Like there's no inner child work. There's no amount of ayahuasca or plant medicine that could ever touch the awakening that happens and the medicine of a couple of things. Number one, I would say motherhood. Another one would be being in a committed relationship. No one has to be, but when you are in a committed relationship and you stay in that relationship, not through martyrdom, not through complacency, not through, you know, sacrificing yourself and just like, you know, sort of dying into the relationship and not growing. I mean, a committed conscious relationship where you are, you know, really allowing the relationship to be a powerful container for healing and growth. That and the third would be, you know, starting a business, not just working and having a career, but actually growing a business. And within that, learning how to sell. Those are some ways to really, 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 really grow. Like, you don't need a coach for that. So those of you out there who have started any type of business, but you've stuck with it and you've actually grown it through the pain, through the trials and tribulations, through the failure, and you've grown it into something successful. Those of you who have been in a committed long-term relationship for longer than 10 to 15 years, those of you who have given birth to a child, those of you who haven't given birth, but you've adopted a child, two totally different experiences, not one is better than the other, different challenges, but there are different gifts and challenges that come with each. And those of you who have either given birth or adopted a child and raised that child, let me be clear, raised the child through their 18th birthday. I mean, you think having a terrible two-year-old is hard. Like, just wait till you see what you're confronted by when they're like 18 and on their own or should be on their own and they're not. And then those of you who have done that beyond where I am and you've watched them adult and you've watched them then find their partners and have children, that is some like powerful shit. And I don't think we talk about that enough. So if you've done none of those things, it doesn't mean you're not evolved and you're not awake and you're not conscious and you're not, no, 
if you've done one of those things, it doesn't mean you're not as good as the people who've done all three. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, can we just like give some reverence to and some just mad respect for those who have, even if you've done one of those. Now you can do it unconsciously. You can just go through the motions, pop out kids like I did, by the way, not look at yourself, not explore your triggers, never do any inner work and go through life and have a pretty happy freaking life. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people who have children and are learning from that process. It challenges the hell out of them. They have mirrors that they don't want to see. It triggers the hell out of them or they have a child with a disability or a child with a learning disability, a child who's like a quote unquote problem child or a child who gets bullied or a child with any kind of health issue, any situation where there's a bump in the road or several and they say, I can't do this or this is so hard or I'm on my knees praying or nothing major happens, but just raising that child, all the parents own shit comes up, but they see that their own shit's coming up. Anyone who's done that, I look at that and I'm like, you know what? There's no course I've done. There's no coaching I've gotten from any coach. There's nothing I've experienced that is as challenging and as awakening as parenthood. There just isn't. Like my former coaches, you've heard me mention them so many times, Steph Stefanos. I used to call him Stefanos, but he's actually Stefanos. Stefanos Stefanos and Christine Hassler, two of the best coaches in the world. And I'm not saying that to brag that I had them as my coaches. There's a reason I'm saying it. Two of the best coaches in the world who still have coaches that work with them. And they started the coaching institute that I attended. And they had never had children until they were 43 and 40. And they were like, holy fuck. <laughs> like, wonderful, amazing, yes. And I don't want to put words in their mouth, but they've openly on on social media said, we had no idea. Like not, oh, it's so hard. They didn't say that. But just that what is triggered in you, what you as the parent witnessed that you could never witness before. And I was like, do you see people differently now like me who've had children? They're like, yes, we do. So mad props to you if you are a parent. Mad props to you if you have raised a child. Yeah, you've screwed up. You've probably screwed your kid up. We all do. It's not about mistakes. It's about if you've just done it and you've loved that child and you've done your very best even half awake, half not awake, it doesn't matter. I just want to give you more than a pat on the back, a high five, a hug, and I want to throw you a parade. As my former friend in network marketing, Jeff Olson used to say, good on you. I mean, seriously, we don't have enough respect for people who have done that. No one needs to have children. In fact, some people probably should not have children. In fact, a lot of people probably shouldn't have children. A lot of people are having children from a very wounded place. I did for the wrong reasons. Many people, maybe most, are having children. That's a whole different talk. Follow Dr. Shefali, S-H-E-F as in Frank, A-L-I. She woke me up big time. It was really hard to see what she was teaching and hear what she was teaching. It was really confronting to me. Our children are not our protégés. Our children are not our products. Our children are not even ours. Who the hell are we to be taking credit for their successes and their talents? And who the hell are we to be blaming ourselves for the opposite, we're really not not that responsible for the kind of person they become. <laughs> it's a really fascinating topic. But back to the topic at hand today, 
just parenting alone is so, 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 so triggering and confronting and beautiful and messy and painful and difficult, even when life is easy. Some people might say, well, life is never easy. No, that's not true. Depending on how you're raised, depending on what your stories are, depending on your amount of trauma that you've healed or not healed, you know, woken up to or not, or some people don't even have much trauma, the journey of parenthood can be actually very like light, fun and easy, even when it's hard, right? I never had that experience because I was so clogged up with stuff. But even people who have that experience, because I do know people who do, they're like, yeah, it's hard, it's challenging here and there, but it's awesome. You know, we see the world as we are. I think we also parent as we are. We raise our kids as we are. We see parenthood and our children as we are, not as they are, completely not as they are. It's all through our own lens and our own stuff, our own pain, our own stories. So if you have done that, you know, better than the people who haven't had children. It doesn't mean they're not awake. It doesn't mean they don't have all kinds of gifts that you don't have. They might have a lot of insights that you've never even tapped into. But today's dedicated to you. I'm dedicating this to you. Those of you who have stayed in a committed relationship, not again, just dead asleep, and I'm just going to be a martyr. I'm staying because my grandparents stayed together. I'm going to gut it out. No, gross. Talking about those who have committed and they are really, really using it as a beautiful container for healing and for growth. And they're loving their partner through all the challenges and they're loving their own evolution as hard as it is. Congratulations. Seriously, it's a big freaking deal. It's a big deal. Nothing wrong with divorce. Nothing wrong with being married more than once. Okay, please hear me. And if you don't run away, even when you want to, congratulations. So, I mean, just just the marriage alone and staying in it for the long haul again, I mean, <laughs> no coaching container can touch that. Because at the end of the day, what is the coach doing? What I said in the beginning, they're holding space for you to figure your shit out, for you to get the answers. Well, that's what a marriage can do for you. That's what parenthood can do for you. And the third I mentioned was starting a business and also, or maybe separately, whatever, either having your own business or just in any capacity, being willing to take on even just for one year, learning how to sell without feeling weird, without feeling triggered, without coming across weird and triggered, without coming across pushy or thinking you're being pushy, and actually making sales. That alone is, I mean, my God, that is like 10 personal development courses, maybe 10,000 personal development courses. Because most people give up because it's so freaking triggering and it's so uncomfortable and so many stories come up. So staying in a committed relationship for longer than 10 years, especially a marriage. Marriage is not better for everybody. You can be committed without marriage. But I mean like when you seal the hatch kind of a marriage, when you're in a relationship for that long and you commit to the growth of it. Number two, having a child either child either through birth or adoption and raising that child, I mean, all the way up through their 18th birthday and then beyond. And then number three, being willing to learn how to sell, sell well, move through all the, the crap that comes up with that and or, I'd say and because I'm not going to give that one up, and starting and growing a business from nothing to something successful. Those are three ways that you can grow in ways that nothing else can touch. 
So what if you've done one of those things and you know you never want to have a business? That's fine. You're never going to grow in the ways that you would if you started a business. But you can find the triggers that would come up in the business through other ways and explore those with a coach. Explore those with some sort of personal development course. So the meme that inspired all of this to begin with that I didn't mention was my friend Angie. Angie Lee's been on this show. She's so funny. And we've never met in person, but we are very friendly. We text sometimes. And we were joking about the coaching industry. And then on top of that, the spiritual coaches out there. Again, so many great ones. But there's also, also there are a lot of people out there posing, pretending, you know, I'm a seven-figure earner. Bullshit. Acting like they have their life together. And meanwhile, their life is just shit behind the scenes because we know them. Someone on this episode was talking about Tony Robbins and he didn't say the name Tony Robbins, but that's who he was talking about. And he was like, look, he looks like the guru, but his life is not good behind the scenes. So anyway, Angie and I were talking about just, just what we were observing. And we also talked about the money coaches you know, who are making money, showing you how to make money. Isn't that kind of funny? They are the expert who are is selling you on that. And they maybe didn't even do much on their own, but they're making money and they're rich because they've told a lot of people how to make money. And then those who talk about how like, you know, plant medicine and this and that, you know, are it's the only way to enlightenment. It's the only way to grow. Meanwhile, they're broke. They have a relationship after relationship after relationship that fails, yet they're an expert. And some of them are like 25 years old and they've never been married. They've never had a child and they've never grown a business. So we were talking about that. I was like, I've got to do an episode on this. On And I hope my listener listening who's done one or all three of those things is like, yes, thank you. So congratulations to all of you for any amount of growth that you've done. If you're listening to this show, you're probably pretty sophisticated in your growth and you're fully committed because otherwise you'd be pretty sick of this up, this podcast if you weren't committed to growth. I hope you found this a little cheeky, a little fun. I hope it was a little triggering. And if you know someone in your life who've done one of those three things, whether you've done them or not, please go give them a high five and say, hey, listen to this episode. You're fucking awesome. Congratulations. And like bow down to them. All right. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening. And don't forget, breathe, love yourself, love the crap out of yourself and surrender, surrender, surrender. Surrender.